Welcome to the original and the best Power Hour with Alex Burr and Dylan Hughes, members and podcast of the Running Hook Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Running Hooks Basketball Power Hour. I'm Alex Burr, joined not by J.D. Hall, but by Zach Griffith and Dylan Hughes in a special edition of the Basketball Power Hour. But gentlemen, before I explain what exactly is going on here, as we all both know, as we all know, February is probably one of the worst months of the year. So starting with Zach, in the tradition of throwing curveballs, when you expect a fastball, what is the best month of the year that is not your birthday month? Mm. Gotta go with December. I gotta go with December because I, I like the winter. I like the cold months. I'm a cold month guy. Uh, I almost saw a Christmas guy. I love Christmas. Favorite holiday. I think it's the best holiday without question. You get to see the family. You get to see some friends maybe you haven't seen in a while. And the presents. The presents. You gotta love the presents. I'm going with December because you're coming. You're also coming off the heels of Thanksgiving. So you got some leftovers that can perhaps take you into the first week of December. And as a movie guy, you're also getting a lot of movies that month. A lot of Oscar pushers trying to get in before the deadline. Usually get uh, some big budget movies, some superhero movies. And traditionally, it's a Star Wars month. A lot of Star Wars material comes out in December. Uh, NBA's in full swing. NFL playoffs around the corner. I got to go with December. I got to go with December. Pretty, pretty easy. Dylan, I think for it's June, and why it's June is because you kind of have to make your own memories in June. You know, like there's nothing given to you. There's no, I mean, there's the NBA Finals, but like that's basically it for sports. Like you kind of just got to go outside and figure it out. You know, and I kind of like that lack of structure in a month. You know what? Both of those are good answers. I'm going to go with October, though. And here's why. Mm. The, yeah. air is, the air is nice and crisp. You know, Halloween's a fun holiday, especially if you're doing it with friends. Um, and it's not too hot, not too cold. October is just a great time. And uh, more importantly, in Indiana, <laughs> a state, the state where we all reside, I'd say probably one of the better months weather-wise. It's not too hot. Not too cold. Now, yep. granted, sometimes it's Indiana, so expect the unexpected. But for the most part, generally mild weather in October. Now, this is the, true. the real reason we are here, gentlemen, the real reason we're here. As I'm sure you both know, it is the week of the Super Bowl. How could we miss that? But this is the basketball power hour, you might ask. Why are we going to be talking about football? Well, a couple of weeks ago, after one of the power hours, Dylan and I were just <laughs> we had a fun idea of just like we're going to draft basketball players for football positions. And I'm like, Dylan, stop. This needs to be content. So I texted Zach. I'm like, what are you doing? Let's let's do this the week of the Super Bowl. You know, and I'm we, not doing anything. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So. The three of us are here. We are going to draft a football team. An offense. We're not going to do a defense. 
We're going to draft an offense using only NBA players. Now we have players who played in the last 15 seasons. So I interpreted that as anyone who's played since 07, 08. You guys can interpret that how you will. But just to give us a little bit of a wider criteria, you know, as I'm sure the listeners understand, the big man has kind of phased out a little bit. And I personally don't want to draft Wayne Dedman to my offensive line. Hey, he just got traded. He just got traded. No offense to Dwayne Dedman. It's a fresh wound. Well, I mean, I'm sorry, Zach, but... Did you guys watch that game? Did you guys watch that game? I think it was Heat and... Uh, I forget who they were playing, but Dwayne Dedman like threw one of those arm massage things on the court and he got kicked out. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he got suspended. It was dumb. Game. It was it was dumb. I just want to bring a- that up. I'm gonna think of that every time Dwayne Dedman is brought up now. Yes. Salary dumped to the Spurs today. Um we're not really gonna be talking about trade deadline. Where did the Spurs because- get back? Or what What did the Heat get back? Was I that think just they, a please take him? Take him, I, please? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Um, what though? Before we start, let's. I'll start with Dylan here. Dylan, did you have any rhyme or reason going into this? Or did you just say, I'm picking players I like? Let's yeah, pick them. It was, it was mostly just what made sense. And, you know, as you talked about, we just talked about this idea a couple weeks ago like i'm always thinking about stuff like this this is part of my sick mind is trying to figure out what nba players would position would play in football you know it's something constantly churning so it's there's there's always some ideas but now i had to really be strict with it exactly zach did you have any rhyme or reason i mean you said you had a strategy do you want to wait to reveal that strategy or did you like what's your general mindset I had a strategy. Uh, the good thing, one thing that translates to the NFL from the NBA, and particularly the skill positions in the NFL, the length. You need, you need some length. You need some length uh, at all of the skill positions, so that translates uh, really well. It would be the idea, just visualizing it in your head, would be fucking bonkers because you would have. Potentially, I mean, I don't know who you guys are picking for your quarterback, but you could potentially have like a 6'10 quarterback, 6'9 quarterback, which I think would for sure break the record for tallest quarterback of all time. Uh, But the wide receivers, obviously, I think will be pretty easy. You can honestly throw anyone out there. That might be okay. Uh, I'm interested in your running backs. I think tight end will be tough. Tight end will be tough. And it's going to be the hardest spot because you need to be big and strong and fast. And there's not a whole lot of guys that fit that description. So I think I'm going to go ahead and just randomize the draft order. We're going to be going 13 selections. We're going to take one quarterback, three wide receivers, two running backs, one tight end, five offensive linemen. So 39 selections total between the three of us. Um, And I randomized the order. The order is going to be... Dylan Hughes first, Zach Griffith second, Alex Burr third. So in the second round, I will go fourth, so on and so forth. So Dylan Hughes, with your first pick, who are you selecting? Man, this is tough. 
there's two guys I'm really thinking about. And I think the guy I need to take first because he's so he can be all over the board. I'm taking Zion as one of my starting guards. Wow. You're taking a guard <laughs> with your first pick? Hey, it's not unheard of in drafts. Respect just, the trenches. You have I respect okay. the trenches. Okay, Dylan. I like why? the pick. Why? I just, here's, just... here's the thought process, okay? You can look at Zion and call him a guard, okay? But that dude can be every other position at any given time. He doesn't have to stick with guard. You know, once I build my depth up a little bit, I can move him around and have him play tight end in the, in the red zone or get a few pitches, you know, as a running back. Like, I can move him around. I mean, why wouldn't you? Uh, okay, maybe, maybe I'm just being a hater. I'm definitely just being a hater. Why Probably. not just draft him? Be yes. <laughs> why not? <laughs> why not just draft him to be the fridge? William the refrigerator fairy. Zion the refrigerator. <laughs> I have other ideas in the backfield. You know. Okay. I got. I, I got to put. I got to build that front line up first. And, you know, put my team in a good spot. Because if I end up with some skinny-ass guard at the end of the draft, it doesn't matter who I got at quarterback. He's going to be running all the time, you know? No, I agree with this pick. Zion was actually in my depth chart of guys I wanted on my O-line. So, I, I, I like I like the pick. I don't I like the pick. I don't hate going with the line first. I don't know. Maybe I'm going to throw him a tackle. But he, he is built more like a guard. I respect uh, it. I, I respect it. I don't know He's if I like smooth. it, but I respect it. He can be the front line blocker for any running back or quarterback. You know, like you can have him swing out and lead you. And that, that's a very important position not a lot of teams have. So, you, you know what? You're not wrong. Okay. Um, I don't know if we're going all trenches. Zach, are you going trenches with your first pick? I'm not going trenches. I think I can get trenches. I think I can shore up my trenches later on. This was the pick. I woke up today and I was like, I have to walk out of this draft with this guy as my wide receiver one. Kevin Durant. Ooh. A a guy who's in the news a lot uh, this season. Not really for good things. But I'm going with Kevin Durant. The length. It could be just a a 6'10 Randy Moss kind of thing. So I'm 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 going with Kevin Durant. Easy pick for me. All right, Dylan, how do you like this selection? I thought about KD, but he made more sense to me as a tight end. Like, he's not going to be a guy that's going to get upfield very quick. You know, if you have a quarterback that can keep the play open a long time, let him get downfield. He's got an easy jump ball. He's going to win every time. But I don't know. I felt like more athletic guys at wide receiver is kind of what I was looking at. Well, I mean, maybe, Zach, you could play KD in the slot have a 10 yard out every time. Listen, you got three, you got three wide receiver spots. I mean, there's plenty of places for him to go. Very versatile player. He'll get the ball. He'll find a way. I really like my options here at the first pick, but I don't think I can pass this guy up. One, another reason why I wanted to do the last 15 years criteria is there's a very obvious candidate. This guy played football in high school and towards the end of the 15 years, his athleticism declined. Um, and like this, 
0708 was on the back nine of this guy's career. But still, one of the most I impressive. Know taken. Do you know who I'm taking? Who am I taking, I know Zach? You're taking, you're taking Allen Iverson. What position am I taking him at? Uh, I believe quarterback. That is correct. I am taking Allen yeah. Iverson to be my starting quarterback. I, I just can't pass it up. I mean, even if it's washed Allen Iverson, he moves. he's going to move well in the pocket. He's going to... Let's face it. If we're doing NFL NBA players on the other side, they're still going to break down the pocket. There's still going to be pressure coming in. Yeah. You know, in my hypothetical defense where Kevin Garnett's the captain and Matisse Thibel is the safety. You know, you're going to need a guy like Allen Iverson who can make things happen with his legs and with his arm. He's, in my eyes, is going to make everything happen. Dylan, how are we feeling about Allen Iverson with the third pick here? I mean, that's that's a moneymaker right there. You know, I'm always... I'm always a fan of going for the splash guys, so I'm I'm on board with that pick. And then with my number four pick, this might be a little high for this position, but I I have to go with Anthony Edwards at running back. Built like a running back, anyway. Played running back in high school. Recency bias, Dylan. I don't know, man. I picked I picked Anthony <laughs> too. I was I was gonna have him at running back as well. So Whoa. I mean he gets down Maybe he I'm gets, missing some. He gets downhill and no one's stopping him. Like that's a very good trait in a running back. Zach, do you know what Anthony Edwards was listed at coming into the season? Height? No, wait. He's six four, which is big for wait. a running back. Uh wait. I'm gonna guess. 240. You were close. He was 238. 238. Which is huge wow. for for a shooting guard. That is massive. So you throw him in a backfield, he's going to slim down, first of all. You throw him in an NFL weight program with that kind of discipline. And Dylan's right. The way he hits the holes, I, I just, the athleticism is too much. And I think I can get some of the guys I want later on in the draft. And I knew Dylan, I know you, <laughs> I know you were going for ant, but Zach, I think it's back to you now. Who are you taking with your second selection? It is back to me. And I'm going to go ahead and fill the most difficult position here. <laughs> I knew I should have taken him. I'm going at tight end. I'm going with LeBron James. Of course. <laughs> LeBron James at tight end. I got you can't get a bigger. This is like a Gronk type body plus like five more or four more inches in height. It's the, it's the best target red zone target of all time. Probably I'm going with LeBron James at this. You could argue you could have taken him at quarterback too, uh, you could have. but I, I'm going, I'm going with him at tight end just cause it's a hard position to fill. I hate you. That was the obvious pick. Dylan, who are you? Let's go with your. You have two picks now. Let's go with your third or your second pick first, obviously. Okay. So this is one I'm happy was able to stick around. I'm going full mellow ball at quarterback. Damn. <laughs> you know, he, he obviously like that. He's got a. He's a tall guy, of course. You know, he's got that height advantage. He's got the passing skills. We've seen it. He's making 30 yard dime passes every single night anyway. Like he can't do that on the football field too. So 
for, for me, that was a pretty easy pick. I didn't, I didn't want to do LeBron at, at quarterback anyway. He was more of a tight end for me. I'm thinking about some of the really good passers in the NBA. And LaMelo is the guy that I think has the body and the skill set to be able to survive at that position. That's a great, that's a great selection. Zach, what are, what are your thoughts on this pick here? It's a good pick. I like, we're going with the young guys uh, pretty early here. Um, LaMelo, he has a great vision. There's no doubt about that. You need a quarterback with good vision or else you're, you're basically fucked. LaMelo, it could be, you know, if, if, if Dylan is rocking it with the small market, if he's in Charlotte with the Panthers, this will be a, this will be a fan favorite pick. Now, now here's my only question. I mean, I guess if you have Zion, that works in your favor, but let's just say, you know, Aaron Donald's coming down the pipe. Can LaMelo take a hit <laughs> from Aaron Donald? No. I don't know, but most NBA players are pretty tight anyway. Like, what, is it going to be Steph Curry or Chris Paul? They can't take a hit either from Aaron Donald. Fair enough. This is true. Fair enough. I think LaMelo is slighter than most of those guys, though, is my concern. Yeah, but he's young and he's got young legs that can move around quick, you know, like it just it just felt like the best pick when you're combining athleticism, passing talent and body. I just felt like he was the the ultimate choice there. Fair enough. And with your third pick, who do you have? So this is this is interesting because it's like what what do I value most positionally? Obviously I, I value guard more than anything as I, as I proved uh, and quarterback second and now wide receiver, anyone that I wanted is still available. And I think one of the easier selections for me, at wide receiver is Russell Westbrook. I hate you. Russell Westbrook. going to take him at running back. Damn he's it. Just, he's a massive Tyree kill. There's no downside, no downside to Russell Westbrook at wide receiver, just none. I actually hate you. <laughs> that is such a good pick. Damn you. Running back, wide receiver. He could have been a good, like, I know he's a little small for it. He would have been a good selection at tight end, too, with his body. Like, exactly. He could play inside, he could play on the outside. You can. Do some uh, Debo Samuel type, you know, behind the line of scrimmage handoffs. Like you can do whatever you want with him. I, I'm so mad at this, Zach. Let's let's just go on to your next pick before I explode. Well, you have to get the most important position on the team at this stage. I'm going at the quarterback, and I'm going with a guy who would absolutely set the record for tallest quarterback to ever play in an NFL game, but. He would give me a Big Ben type of presence. Hard to oh, bring no. down. Are you going to do it? Pretty mobile. Like more mobile than you think. Makes bright decisions with the ball. Has a cannon. I'm going with Nikola Jokic. I knew it. At my I quarterback. Knew I knew it. <laughs> MVP caliber. Hard to bring down. Relentless motor. He can run you over if you need him to. And he always makes the right play with the ball. Going to Cole Jokic. He's gonna he's gonna lob it up to KD for for some touchdowns. It's gonna be the easiest it's gonna be the easiest shit Kevin Durant has ever had in his career. Going with Nicole Jokic here. Back to back MVP. Might be a three P MVP. Who knows? 
Easy, easy, easy money here. So, Dylan, right now, Zach is just Nikola Jokic throwing to Katie and LeBron. Um, safe to say, tallest NFL right. team of all time. Plethora of targets. Plethora of targets. We're not targets. done. We're only, not done, baby. My only, I guess, my only concern would be you need a deep threat, like an actual legit deep threat. But we'll get it. I'd we'll say 50, it. 15, 15 yards and out. I'd say right now, you got both of us beat. Now I've only made two picks. <laughs> so, Dylan, what are your thoughts? How do you feel about Zach taking Nikola Jokic there? I mean, there's definitely Big Ben vibes there. Um, I personally passed on Jokic because I just I wanted a little bit more mobility out of my quarterback position. And I'm interested to see who Zach ends up with at on the offensive line because that is really what's going to pull this team together. But I don't know. He's There may be a lot of uh, short passes because unless that deep threat comes in, you got to have someone that's getting downfield quick. Otherwise, Jokic is going to have to swat off defenders all the time. So... There's there needs a lot needs to happen for this team to to really come together. I feel like you're not wrong there. So I'm gonna for my next selection. I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go big here. I'm, I'm gonna go really big, Dylan. I think I'm gonna take one of our favorite players from the mid 2010s Timberwolves. Ooh. To be my left tackle, and I think with my third round selection, with my third round selection, I'm going to take Nikola Pekovic to be my left tackle. He's huge, Just absolute unit of a man. Um, Dylan, I know you're jealous of that pick. Just be honest. Yeah, it wasn't one I considered. I definitely forgot about some of these older players. I mean, it's it's hard to it's hard to beat that, you know. If, if he's he's just an absolute roadblock, he may not have the movement some of these other guys we draft are going to have, but he's going to be a hard guy to get around. Yeah, Zach, how how are we feeling about Nikola Pekovic at left tackle? I mean, when I'm talking when I'm thinking about O line, I want guys that are immovable objects, and he is definitely one of them. Mid 2010s Timberwolves, you got me thinking now because. That was probably my peak degeneracy as an NBA watcher and a fan. When you, I would come home from school on Friday nights and whatever game was on ESPN, that's what I'm watching. And I would stay up. I remember very clearly staying up one night till like 1030 to watch the Timberwolves play the Lakers because the Timberwolves were kind of frisky. That was the last Kevin Love Timberwolves year. And he was on my fantasy team. So I was definitely watching it. But Pekovic, man, it's a, it's a big what if with him. I'm not sure it would have been too different if he had stayed healthy, but I, I like the pick. I like the pick. Immovable object on your O-line. And I think I'm debating whether where to put this guy. Actually, no, I'll wait for this guy. Um, I think I'm going to go ahead and have a deep threat here. I'm going to go Zach Levine for my first wide receiver. Mm. It's good. It's good. Good. I like that. 
we don't have any other thoughts on that one because I both of you guys like that selection. I don't know. Is he getting? Is are you going to trade him? Is he getting traded? Yeah, I'm gonna. He wants to go play with. Uh, he wants to go play with Jared Goff in Detroit. I heard he's represented by Clutch too. Um, like yeah. Zach, what's your fourth round pick? I guess this is the fourth round now. It's time to hit the trenches, and I'm going with center. Because I need an anchor. I need a guy directing traffic up front. A guy I can trust. This guy, one of the most unique players of all time. I'm going off the board here, way off the board. I'd be shocked if either of you had this guy on your board. At my center. Should have been the 2014 Finals MVP. I'm going with Boris Diaw (laughs) at my center. This guy always makes the right decision with the ball. He's going to direct. This guy was running point for the Suns at one point. Uh, I think that is past our 15-year mandate, but the point still stands. He was running point for the Suns at one point in his career. Why can't he run point for my offensive line? Big body, hard to move, durable. Going with Boris Diaw at my center. It's a shame because... Dylan and I don't have tight ends. And while, yes, what Zach is saying is true, when he was running point for the Suns, he was, that was outside the 15-year window. He still would have been a hell of a tight end candidate for both of us, Dylan. <laughs> he would have been. He would have been. He is big, like big, tall guy, wide, hard to bring down. He's just a tank. And exactly. he's one of the most unique players I've ever seen. Like a have big man ever, that can pass the ball like that. Amazing. Have, have you ever heard the uh, cappuccino story, Zach, with him, with Boris Diaw? No. So, you know, the machines at the combine where they test your vertical. Yes. So apparently Boris Diaw walks in and flip flops one day and he's like, what's the highest anyone's ever done on that machine? And he's like, nope. And they're like, no one's ever cleared it before. He takes off his slit flops, puts down his cappuccino, clears the machine, and he goes, that was easy. Puts his flip flops back on, <laughs> picks up his cappuccino, and leaves. We're talking like generational athlete here. Goat. Well, it actual, comes from a family of athletes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actual Goat. generational athlete here. Um, <laughs> Dylan, Goat. your next selection. Give- can I get a Diaw Spurs jersey? Can I buy that somewhere? That we can expense that to the running hook account when there is one someday. Great, great, awesome. Hey, I'm gonna be in San Antonio in like a month, Zach. I'll do some poking around for you. We'll get in the Spurs Pro Shop or something. See if they got see if they got some in there. I know they, they don't have a lot of jerseys of current players. That's for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. You're buying Boris Diaw over freaking Yaka Pertle. Like, come on. <laughs> Yeah, Pertle, not, they want two. They want two first for him. <laughs> he's not going to be on the team when this podcast comes out, guys. You're you're aware, right? If somebody gives up two first for Jakob Pertle, the GM should be fired for whoever made that trade. Just just fire his ass. I I hope I hope it's Kevin Pritchard now. Please no. That. I'd rather have him than Goga. I'd rather have him than Goga. That's wow. for sure. That's not saying much. Dylan, go ahead. <laughs> okay, this is one that I know I'm stealing from Alex, and I'm, I would be really mad or sad if I wasn't stealing him from Alex. I'm going wide receiver again, Jimmy Butler. 
Okay. Oh, ah. oh wow. How did I not think of that? Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler's not the fastest. He's not the strongest. He's not the tallest, but he's going to work his ass off. He's going to carve that middle of the field up like no one has before, man. He's going to make every single catch, every crazy catch. He's going to hurdle someone. He's going to plow over someone. He's he's never going to get hurt. I mean, that is a dude that you have to have on the football field, and he's going to be at wide receiver for me. I didn't have Jimmy, but I'm insanely jealous. I like the pick. And, and, and receivers, you know, typically – known for having attitudes and Jimmy Butler has a swagger about him. That's undeniable. And that he's backed up in the past couple seasons. So I think it's a good pick. I think it's a really good pick fits, fits the brand of receiver. It could be like a, could be like a TO type TO type of receiver. I'm not going to lie. Dylan's team is looking really good right now. It is looking good. Let's see. Both of your guys' team, all of our teams are really looking good, but let's see who let's see who Dylan takes with his next selection and we'll, we'll be able to judge better with more clarity, I, I'll say. I forgot I have this pick too. So, man, this is a tough... I've got to go back to the offensive line here. Um, this is tough, but I think I'm going to have to take center here. I'm going Domas Sabonis. Domas, you know, like Boris Dio, a little bit bigger, but directs traffic. Just a stable guy that sits there. You don't want him on the edge of your offensive line because he's going to get beat, you know. But you have him in the center, in the middle. doesn't have to move much. He's just got to be strong and smart and tell guys where to go. It's it's Sabonis at center, man. It's an easy call. Can't disagree. All right, Zach, you're a known Domas supporter. How do you feel about the selection? Yeah, he was on my short list for tight end if I didn't get LeBron. I thought he would have been a good a good red zone target for the tight end. Uh, I like to pick. I'm, I've all, I still have a Domas jersey. I'll never get rid of it. I still proudly wear it to games. I think I wore it to a game uh, last year after he got traded. So I like to pick. I'll never hate on a on a Domas pick. The real flex is going to a Pacers game after he got traded last year. <laughs> Listen, it wasn't easy. Twenty-five and fifty-seven record. Uh, not one of not one of the great seasons to remember. Zach, I believe it is your selection now. It is my selection. I'm going with a running back. I need a running back here, and this is a guy who, in his prime, was one of the best slashers we've ever seen. Quickness, a quick first step. If he saw a hole, he was gonna burst through it. And I'm going with Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade in my running back. <sighs> Splash. I hate you guys. This is this is a guy who I mean he just hit the hole hard. He just fucking hit the hole hard. And he probably did him did his career in, especially after LeBron arrives in Miami, but Prime Dwayne Wade was, I mean, the guy was a finals MVP. I know that's outside the time frame we're looking at, but even after that, I think his slashing got even better. His playmaking definitely got better. Uh, but from a football standpoint, I know this guy's going to find the hole. He's going to hit it. Uh, now I just need some linemen to make the holes for him. 
I hate how good that pick was. Um, Dylan, how do you feel about the D Wade selection here at 14? Yeah, that that's one of them where I'm mad. I didn't think about it. That is like, he actually may be the best option for running back out of anyone ever. Like he has the perfect style of movement for that position. He's got the vision. He's got the cut, the ability to cut on a dime. Like that's, it's such a good pick. I had him at a wide receiver personally, but I'm still, I'm mad that I didn't get him. I was going to probably take him this round, but in lieu of him, I think at running back, since you've inspired me, Zach, and since I need more, I'm going to obviously build a more ground and pound team, right? I have Allen Iverson at my quarterback. You guys, I think are building more air style teams. I need a more dynamic running team. I have already have Anthony Edwards. I need another dynamic running back. And who else could I get other than 2017-18 Victor Oladipo mm. as my ah. other running back? Fuck! He was going to be my deep threat. Damn it! Well, you, put, you forced me into this position. This is no, your fault. Pick. And honestly, Alex, you don't have anyone better to discuss 2017-18 Victor Oladipo than me and Dylan here. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That guy, Dylan, I still maintain that single season that he had. I thought was better from an individual standpoint than any season Paul George had. And I've come around on Paul George with the Pacers, that is. And I've come around on Paul George in recent years. I've forgiven him, learned to forgive and forget. He gave us some great moments. But that one season of Oladipo, one of the most enjoyable seasons I think we'll ever have as as Pacer fans, Dylan. Yeah, I mean... It was most, I think part of it was the expectation coming into the year, too, where everyone thought the Pacers kind of got fleeced in that deal. They thought the Pacers could have got more for Paul George. And they're, everyone expected them to miss the playoffs, not have that good a season. And not only Victor was just electric, but Domas was awesome, too. So having both of those guys just being awesome at the same time together, like the energy on that team was so good. And it, it was, a lot of the from the old Pacers, Paul George teams were like kind of it was kind of sour, even though they were good. There was just a sour energy there and kind of getting rid of that and moving on to Vic. It was so fun. And yeah, that season was probably my favorite Pacer season ever. Yeah, it was an incredible Pacer season. Um, I'm glad I was able to snag that guy at 15 from a couple of Pacers fans. And I, I'm really shocked I was able to get this guy at 16. I'm going to take Derrick Rose at mm. wide receiver. I think this guy's my deep threat. I, I mean, you know, I suppose I could use Levine as more of an intermediate threat with D Rose spacing out the field. It's particularly prime D Rose, you know, and if I, if I want to take the later vintages of D Rose where he put on more weight, he wouldn't be, I think actually maybe that guy's a better football player anyway. Could <laughs> he put on more weight and was like a better footwork player? But I, I still think that Derrick Rose in his prime, not a whole lot of people faster than him. Not a whole lot of people are going to chase him down. Um, I'm feeling a lot better about my skill position after you guys stole literally <laughs> all the guys I wanted. 
Zach, who do you have at your next selection? I'm going with O-line. I need a guy. I'm going guard specifically. I need a guy who's going to do some dirty work next to my center, Boris Diaw. He's going to clean up messes. He's not going to put up with any bullshit. That's why I'm going with Rashid Wallace at my guard. <laughs> this guy is not to be trifled with. He's not going to put up with any holding penalties, bullshit holding penalties that the refs are going to try and throw at him. And he's going to get into fights. He's going to protect my quarterback, Nikola Jokic, from any trash talk. I'm going with Rashid, Rashid Wallace here. I think it's a pretty easy pick at guard. Big frame, wide, especially in his later years with the Knicks and the Celtics. I need him to keep pounding those cheeseburgers, put on some weight. Give me Rashid Wallace. Dylan, what do you think of this pick? <laughs> I mean, I love it. It's he very well fits in on the offensive line, you know, like he's gonna he's not a the I think guard has to be the guy on the line that's most willing to fight people on the other team. So this is just a perfect combination. He's gonna maybe fight I should, him dead. Maybe I should Nobody's have had Pekovic at guard. This guy. <laughs> well, given Pekovic's uh new line of work, that might have been a you know, that that might be a good a good idea. No comment. Um <laughs> Dylan, with the 18 selection in the basketball football draft, who are you, who is your selection? So I'm gonna I'm gonna go running back here. And this pick may be a little bit off the board, but I'm gonna pair it with another guy later that's gonna make it make sense. Uh I'm gonna go Drew Holiday. He was on my. Drew Holiday, you know, like I see him as a Frank Gore type. He's never going to be super explosive, but he's smart and he's strong and he's quick. And he's going to just stick around and rack up a thousand yards a season, you know? So he's not the super explosive cutter that some of these other guys are, but he's a guy that you can just trust to make the right decision, not fumble you know, be able to see the holes as they open. If we were drafting defensive backs or if we were drafting a defense, he'd probably be the first pick because with how high defensive backs are going. Yeah, I think, but as a running back, I think that's also a good selection because he is a good offensive player. That's uh, underrated part of Drew's game and the footwork. He does have good footwork. Dylan, with the 19th selection, do you just want to take your other running back now or are we going with another position here? No, I can wait on running back. This guy will be available that I want. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and take a tackle here. Okay. And the tackles that I wanted are all available, so this is a pretty good sign for me. Uh, I mean, I think left tackle is going to be Steven Adams. You know, it's, it's a guy we talked about pre-pod a little bit. Just just a massive guy that can cover ground. He's got a big wingspan. He can move around laterally quick. And he's a guy that's gonna he's willing to fight too if he's got to. Like he's got something inside him, you know, that's really gonna help him fight off these pass rushers. So I, I'm going oh, yeah. Steven. Well I, I think when it came to offensive linemen, we knew he was getting picked. It just was a matter of when. Zach, how how are we feeling about Steven Adams here? Yeah, I like the pick. He was on my big board also for offensive line. Couldn't decide if I wanted him at tackle or guard. 
with the tackle makes sense because the tackle you need a guy who's a little more nimble than the guard he needs to be able to handle those defensive ends on the outside with the pass rush so i like i like the pick i like the pick adams at tackle i like it so zach why don't you go ahead and you got the 20th pick coming up let's let's hear who you got you have the 20th pick uh i'm gonna get my speedster here while he's still on the board to pair with kevin durant Give me John Wall. Oh, that's a great pick. Why didn't I think of that? John Wall, who has potentially Tyreek Hill-esque speed on the outside and the inside, if I need him to play some slot. Crisp route runner. Uh, Obviously not. Times aren't too great for John Wall right now, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about Strick's... I'm, I'm assuming these guys are all in their physical primes, Alex. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm taking John Wall. Easy pick for my deep threat. Easy pick. This the, the, It could break the record for 40 time. He really could. Oh, yeah. I agree. I mean, Dylan, you have to admit, we should have probably... <laughs> John Wall probably should have been up in the top 10. That's It's a shame he fell this far. It really is. Yeah, I did consider John Wall as well, and I think I let recency bias impact me there because back in the day, you know, he definitely had the speed and the strength, and I could see him making a lot of long touchdown catches. So I, I, I definitely thought about it, but I probably thought too hard about it and thought too much about recently. Well, Zach, what a great selection by you. But with my the 21st Thank pick... You. <clears throat> I, I'm just going to go ahead and not risk my guy being gone and I'll build the offensive line as I go. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take Chris Paul as my last wide receiver with the 21st pick. And then I'll just pick. go ahead. I'll go ahead and do my other pick now as well. I'm going to select Mark Gasol as my Ooh. center. Okay. And I like you said. Damn it, Chris Paul, prime Chris Paul, speedster. Damn it, man. On the outside, like, and he's probably the most football-sized player in this draft. I think that's safe to say. And then Marcus Saul, incredibly soft hands, and I don't think there's a smarter player, like even than Boris Diaw. Boris Diaw is incredibly smart, but I'll still take I'll still take my chances with Gasol. How we. Zach, how are we feeling about these selections? No, that's, that, I really like the Gasol pick. He was also he was probably going to be my next pick on my own line. I needed I needed a guy. I need a smart guy, uh, intelligent, knows the scheme, never going to make the wrong decision. I would have taken him at my tackle, but I have some backups uh, I have in mind. But I, I like the picks. I really like the picks. Well, let's hear who you have in mind because it is your selection now. Well, I'm going to go with my guard. I'm just going to shear up the interior or shore up the interior. I'm going with Zach Randolph as my guard. Uh, I my hate my you. other guard. <laughs> just back to back Grizzlies here. Back to back Grizzlies. Zach Randolph, another guy like Rashid, my other guard, who's going to do the dirty work. And no one's going to want to so fuck mad with at him. you. No one is going to want to fuck with my O line. They're going to protect right Boris. Now? 
They're going to make up for any Boris shortcomings, which I don't see a lot of. Boris is going to be my Jason Kelsey. And then I have Rashid and Zach Randolph flanking him. This O-line is opening up holes for Dwayne Wade to run through. And this is this is this is just outstanding. This is outstanding stuff from this O line. They're going to be opening up holes for semi trucks. Incredible stuff, Dylan. How are we feeling about the Zebo selection at the guard? I, I don't I don't feel like there's a better guard in this draft. I, I mean, I know guards have been selected before him. Other than Zion, I don't feel like there's a better guard than Zach Randolph. I think Zach might have just gotten the steal of the draft here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he he actually has a lot of the same attributes as Zion, too. You know, like he wasn't necessarily the leaper, uh, but he's still that that same mold of guy for the reason I took Zion. So, yeah, that's a great pick. So mad. Um, It's okay. I have other guard alternatives, though. But Dylan, you have two picks. Why don't you go ahead and just pick them both? We'll, We'll discuss after. All right, so first pick, I'm going tackle, bam, out of bio. That's a great one. Second pick. That is a great one. Receiver is Michael Porter Jr. Okay. Bam. I like it. So, bam, I mean, it makes, like, it just makes sense. You know, he's a guy that, like Steven Adams on the other side, can, can kind of control a lot of space. He can move around. He's got good hands. He's got good footwork. He could put a guy in the in the ground and drag, you know, and really push him around too. Like he's not gonna just be a pass blocker. Like he can he can run block too. And with Drew Holiday out there, you know, he's gonna open up some good holes. And then Michael Porter Jr. Like this is the Mike Evans type of guy that I needed. I got the speed in Westbrook. I got the middle of the field cover with Jimmy Butler. Michael Porter Jr. I'm just gonna have him run straight down the damn field and try to get a 40 yard catch every single time. He's got the speed. He's got the jumping ability. He's definitely a little bit of an injury risk, but I feel like it, with my third right receiver, I can take a risk there. Yeah, how's the back? <laughs> he, he's nursing it. You know, he's nursing it. It, it, <laughs> it's going to come around. This, a little bit. No, I'm actually going to hate on this pick a little bit because uh, Michael Porter, he seems like a Jerry Judy type where there's just always going to be something – some he's gonna be dinged up somehow, a Paris Campbell type. He's just gonna be dinged up. It makes sense on paper, but I don't know. The in, the injuries concern me. They concern I, me. But if I, we're if we're, if we're throwing injuries uh, out, going physical prime, it's a great pick. I see the potential. You see, you see the potential. He's got great footwork, and sublime footwork, one might say, but. Is the juice worth the squeeze? And the answer might be no. So, Dylan, it's a risky pick. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> I I'm, I think I'm going to throw a pull up with this, with the results of this draft. I'm, I'll be interested to see how it goes. But I, you still got a squad here. Don't get it twisted. Zach, with the 26th pick, who are you selecting? It's going to be a risky pick. But I need a power back. I need a goal line, short yardage back, a Legarrett Blunt type where you can just hand it off to him and be like, I need a yard. I need a yard or we're on the one yard line. I need a touchdown, a Marshawn Lynch type. 
And I'm going with that in terms of strength. This guy's one of the strongest players to ever play in the league. But a fridge type, tall, menacing. I'm going with Dwight Howard at my power back. What? Try and tackle that. Tackle that. (laughs) Tackle that on third and one or fourth and one. I, I just want I need, to take I need it. to give Dwayne Wade a breather. I'm gonna let Dwayne Wade I'm gonna let Dwight Howard run over six guys and put half of your guys in the blue tent. Dylan, Dylan, I just want to take a second to appreciate the fact that you said you were going off the board to select Drew Holiday as your first running back. And then this guy this guy selects Dwight Howard. A guy I was wanting to pick at left or at right tackle. <laughs> no, fuck the line. I need a run. I need a running back. I need a power back. Short yardage. Like I said, a Marshawn Lynch type. Legarrette Blunt type. Dylan, we we know all about Legarrette Blunt. He lived yes, to he lived to just bend the Colts over. So I'm going with Dwight Howard. Who's stopping this guy in the goal line? Pete Carroll. If Pete Carroll had Dwight Howard in the Super Bowl on the goal line, he's not passing it against the Patriots in the Super Bowl. No, he's giving it to Dwight Howard, and guess what? You get another Lombardi. So, fourth and one, third and one, short goal line. I'm giving it to Dwight. It's an easy six. It's a it's a bold pick. <laughs> it's a bold Who's pick. Who's tackling him? Who's going to tackle him? Alex? Who's tackling this guy? I don't know, man. Um, it listen. You're the logic. It's 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 rooted in logic. I'm actually lost for words here. You've made me lose yeah. words. Well, well, who's up now? Are you up? It's it's me. It's me. Um, well, collect yourself. It's I. I'm taking big baby at one of my guards with my next pick. See, I almost took him at power back. I almost took him at power back. I, I talk about a primetime guard. <laughs> when I think of a guard, I think of Big Baby Davis. And then <laughs> I'm so fucking mad at you, Zach. Um, for what? For taking Dwight Howard. I wanted Dwight. <laughs> I think for my. You guys aren't going to take my tight end. So I'm going to do. I think I'll do David West as my other guard. Ah. And Zach, I told you what's funny is I, pick. I think everyone kind of knew. I both of you guys knew I wanted David West. Yeah. Um. The fact that he's still here is kind of shocking. I mean, Dylan, you're going all modern players and you have a great modern offensive line. But it's David West at my right guard. Man, it's a very good. I, I think it's I got a killer. Good. I got a killer between Pekovic, Big Baby, Mark Gasol, and David West. No one's getting around those four. And I still got one spot left. I still got one spot left. So, Zach, 29th pick. Who are you taking? 29th pick. I'm just going to round out my skill position players here. I'm going to go with another tall, skinny, nimble wide receiver to pair with Kevin Durant 
on the other side. And I'm kind of shocked this guy's still on the board. This is a Hall of Fame guy. One of the most underrated players of all time. And a guy who fits the receiver mold of can give you some attitude. He has like the Keyshawn Johnson vibes for me. I'm going Kevin Garnett at my other receiver. Big body, big frame. Can go up with his hands. He can shed blocks, but he can also block the corners into oblivion for my running backs. Give me Kevin Garnett as my other receiver flanking Kevin Durant. The two Kevins at my receivers. Dylan, when franchise tag time comes, Zach's going to have a fun time arguing that three of his wide, two of his wide receivers are tight ends. <laughs> and that the third guy is also a tight end. When he, t- when he has to tag LeBron, KG, and KD, no, those guys all are tight ends. Got, look, they Interchangeable. Play, Interchangeable. They, they play a certain percentage number of their snaps in the slot. I mean, <laughs> Dylan, I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it. Zach's built the most tight end ass team of all time. It's, this mean, is the most tight end ass team of all time, Zach. I like this strategy. Receivers, just going for the biggest guys, no matter what position. I, it, it's gonna pay off. You know, being tall is helpful <laughs> in any sport. So it it probably will pay off, even though it sounds wonky. It's, it's going to be a goofy-looking team. There's no doubt about it. It's going to be the most goofy-looking team other than the, the 2022 Indianapolis Colts. But Wow. It's, we don't need to talk about them. No, we don't, but I'm just saying. <laughs> we don't need to talk about them. Come on now, Zach. Dylan, um, would you like to do your next two picks? Uh, yeah. So I'm going tight in here, and – there's a tiny part of me that wonders if this is the guy that Alex thinks no one's going to take just because I know Alex, but this one, you know, following the MPJ pick maybe a little bit risky injury wise here too, but I'm going Jaron Jackson jr. At tight end. I like the pick. I was not the direction I was thinking of. You're going to, you're going to love my pick at tight end. You're going to be jealous. You didn't think of it first. I think, but I like that pick. I mean, he's he's a tall, like he's going to catch any ball, you know, up to 12 right. feet. He's he's quick, like great he's, footwork. He, yeah, like he's he's going to make some guys miss. He's going to be able to run routes. He's not just going to do a, a 15 yard, you know, streak until he gets open. Like he's he's going to run some routes and he's going to get open. And then with your next pick, who do we have? Next we have pick, two spots left. Next pick, I'm filling out my offensive line here at guard. And this is going to be a pick, Alex, that you probably didn't consider, but I think you're going to appreciate when I say it. And that is going to be Daniel Gafford. Our guy, Daniel Gafford, he's got to be out there. Of course. If he's not going to play for the Wizards, he's got to play on the NFL offensive line, okay? He's another guy that's just going to fill space. He's He's smart. He can move around. He can push people around. I feel like he's the perfect way to complete this offensive line. Of course. There couldn't be a more perfect pick for the two of us. 
Zach, do you have any thoughts on Jaron Jackson Jr. at tight end or Daniel Gafford at right guard? Triple J is a great – he was also on my short list for tight end if I didn't get LeBron. Do we all have our tight ends now? No, I still need my tight end, but I'm going to be – my last two picks will be in the next time we go around. So Okay, so I won't say, but remind me. I just thought of an ideal tight end candidate. Uh, that I think all three of us will be banging our heads against the wall that we didn't think of it. Unless okay. Alex thinks it. So, Zach, why don't we, you go ahead? You have two offensive linemen left. You need both tackles. So why don't you go ahead and take another tackle from you? <laughs> I almost insulted you because I'm so mad at you. So a tackle has to do dirty work, but not to the extent a guard does. Uh, they need to be a little more nimble than the guard. And they need to be willing to take sacrifices to do whatever it takes to protect the quarterback's blind side. And this guy, especially in recent years, he's made deep playoff runs. Uh, he finally got a ring. And a guy that everybody seems to love playing with. Great guy to have on the team. Great locker room guy. I'm going with PJ Tucker at my tackle. One of my tackles. He's just going to do whatever it takes to protect his teammates, to protect the QB's blind side. Go on PJ Tucker here. So blind side, I presume you're throwing, since Jokic is a right-hander, I presume you're throwing him on the left side. Yes, he's going to be my left tackle. Again, just need a guy who's going to, he's going to do what it takes. He's going to do whatever it takes to protect. He's going to do all the dirty work. This is what I need. Who better? He's undersized, but he's never played like it. He's always played like he's bigger than he is. That's a great selection. Um, Dylan, I'll admit, I didn't have P.J. Tucker. Did you consider P.J. Tucker at all? I did think about him a little bit, but, you know, I I respect the pick for sure. I mean, I, I think it is pretty funny that Zach's left tackle is the second smallest player on his team, um, but... You know, when you got Dwight Physical. Howard, Physical. He does play bigger than his size. I'll give you that. He's He, he kept, definitely can handle uh, – I don't know if he can handle Miles Garrett. You know, I don't know if he can handle that kind of guy, but I think he could hold his own at least. Yeah, maybe not. Zebo and she point. definitely could. If there's one thing for sure, Zebo and she could definitely handle those guys. I, I don't have any doubt in my mind. That on Zach's offensive line. Um, so my last two picks. So I'll go offensive line first. And I I had a lot of guys I considered here that we didn't take. Um, I'll name some of the ones that I thought about that we're not gonna use. Well, I guess Zach has one more tackle, so I guess it's a little too premature for that. So I won't I won't do that just yet. I think for my last tackle, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take big perk. Take Kendrick Perkins. Good pick. He was on my board. It's a good pick. Um, big man, big man, and oh yeah, he is. I mean, when he was in his physical prime, to move his feet really well. Now, obviously, we saw the later years of his career, but I think he'd be great as a football player. Obviously, probably a little too tall, but I mean, he grew up in Texas. I mean, we, we hear it in his voice. Now for tight end. I think, Dylan, you're going to be mad you didn't think of this. For tight end, 
I'm going with Aaron Gordon. Oh. Oh. Great hops. Kind of strong. Not too strong, though. Pretty kind of fast. Not too fast. Kind of fits the description of everything you want out of a tight end. Dylan, are you jealous you did not think of that first? I'm not super jealous. Um, I didn't really think much about Aaron Gordon, but I do like him out as a pass catcher. You know, like he definitely is a guy that could move out to the outside too, run a few routes as a wide receiver. So, yeah, I I like that as a guy you could have. They can move around. He could definitely throw some chip blocks too to help out P.J. Tucker over there. So, uh, or P.J. Tucker, Zach's team, sorry. Who's who's your left tackle? Nikola Pekovic. Yeah, a peck won't need much help, but Drug you know, lord. It make it easier for him. Allegedly. <laughs> Drug lord. Hey, Nikola Pekovic was the second highest drafted offensive lineman in this draft. <laughs> after it's true. After Zion. I probably could have gotten him now. <laughs> but hey. Ah, uh, whatever. You, you, you only live get... once. Exactly. Exactly. Zach, your last selection, and then Dylan will close. So my final uh, offensive lineman, my left tackle. I need a guy who's relentless. I just need a big energy guy who won't get called for a lot of fouls, a lot of penalties, and is always... I, I never have to question the effort. So I'm going with Nene. Nene at my left tackle. It was a it was a toss up between him and Kenneth Fareed. Went with Nene, a little more experienced, uh, a little bigger, a little taller. I think he can be like a like a like a Jason Peters type of guy. Like a guy who's just he's just always gonna show up and he can play for a long time. So I'm go, I'm going with Nene. Best Brazilian basketball player of all time. I I, I enjoyed the Nene selection. He was a solid pro, underrated pro for a lot of years. He's a very good pro, very good pro. I played forever. The, played forever. I played for almost 20 years. Um, Very good footwork, very good defensive player. I remember he triggered that contract rule where, like, older players aren't allowed to sign, like, a long contract, contract extension. <laughs> So, Zach, just don't go signing him to, like, five-year contract and you're all set. I mean, hey, Jason Peters is still playing. He's still contributing. He's he's 40. He's 40. Well, still yeah, playing Jason, for my dad's Cowboys. Jason Peters should have hit the retirement home a couple of years ago, though. No, come on. He's still he's still pretty good. He's still pretty good. He's still not bad. He's serviceable. As my brother likes to say, serviceable. <laughs> Dylan, your, your final, the final selection of the football-basketball draft who is your last running back? I've been waiting who you pair with Drew Holiday. Yeah, this this is an important pairing. You know, that second running back's got to be quick. He's got to be a guy that could just run in short bursts, you know, because Drew Holiday's going to be out there when it matters. But you need the guy that can run three or four times in a row, get, you know, 20 yards or so and get off the field. And that guy for me is Kobe White. Kobe White is a guy Damn. that can be your third round or third down passing back. He could go out and chop someone's knees out on the blitz if he really had to. And he's quick and he's, he he's good at stopping on a dime and changing direction. So 
he felt like the perfect complimentary running back for me. Listen, I still haven't given up on Kobe White. I still haven't given up on him. Neither have I. He's playing kind of well for the Bulls this year. Now, it's the Bulls, so take that with like a thousand grains of salt. But, hey, you know? So, let's recap. Dylan had the first pick, and his team was Zion, Lamelo, Russ, Doma or Jimmy, Demontis Sabonis. God, I, <laughs> I did, did this in the wrong order. Um, Stephen Adams, Bam Adebayo, Michael Porter Jr., Jaron Jackson Jr., Daniel Gafford, and Kobe White. That was his team. For Zach's team, he had KD, LeBron, Nikola Jokic. I can't believe he fell all the way to eight. Boris Diaw, Dwayne Wade, Rasheed Wallace, John Wall, Zebo, Dwight Howard. I still, I still can't believe you had him at running back. <laughs> tackle him. Try and tackle him. Try Talk to me when you can tackle him. Talk to me when you can tackle him. <laughs> All right. Here's, here's a fun little wrinkle. Who are you hiring to coach your respective offenses? Dylan, you get to choose first since you had the first pick. So this is NBA coaches. Well, no, you're you're hiring an NFL coach. Oh, okay. Oh man, for this team, this is this is going to be on the poll too. I'm going to put this on the spreadsheet. Hmm. This team feels like Bruce Arians' team. This is bringing him out of retirement. Bruce Arians Super Bowl. Come back. He just can't turn this team down. This is a Bruce Arians team right here. When you said Mike Evans, I mean, it was, I I mean, I I guess we should have known. Zach, who is your head coach? Uh, I feel like I said, you know, Nicole Jokic is a big Ben type of player at quarterback. So I have to go with Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin, as my head coach, very well balanced. Uh, I know I'm going to have a very well balanced offense and. I know I'm not going to have a losing season, so I'm going with Mike Tomlin. Incredible. I, I can't believe I get Andy Reid. <laughs> I, I can't believe. Thought about it. Thought about it really hard. If you don't have my homes, Alex, I don't know how you're going to do. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I just going to ignore Donovan McNabb era? <laughs> yes, hey, you are. Respect McNabb. Respect McNabb. McNabb was underrated, man. McNabb was really good. He was really good. He yeah, good- I will t- I will take Andy Reid with pleasure. I'm not like Caleb Blinn out here saying he sucks. No, Caleb needs to shove it. He he shoved it up his ass all year long on the Chiefs. And Andy Reid has really, really made him eat it on a silver platter. I, I think this is a good transition to, I know this is, again, this is the basketball power hour, but I, I would be remiss Zach, I don't, I don't remember if we did predictions on Lynn Sanity, but it doesn't hurt to do them again. Who do you have winning the Super Bowl, and what's the final score for? Yeah, for the Super Bowl, I did go with the Chiefs just because uh, they have the best player, Patrick Mahomes. However, I do think the Eagles' D line is going to have something to say. I think the Eagles' defense as a whole is just too good to be walked on all game by the Chiefs. <laughs> Uh, but I'm going with the Chiefs simply for the Mahomes factor. 
Uh, I'll go Chiefs. I think it'll be a high-scoring affair. I think that is goes without saying with these two offenses. By the way, the only two teams in the 17-game era to win 14 games in a season, these two teams. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Chiefs over the Eagles by the score of 37 to 35. That's a big that's a big scoring game. Dylan, how are we feeling about the game coming into it? Final scoring, sim- who you got? I feel similarly to Zach about it. I actually think the Eagles are the better team, but the better team is not always the team that wins. Sometimes it's just who has the better player. And we all know that the Chiefs have the best player. And I think it is going to be 41 to 38 Chiefs. See? I really like the defenses for both teams. Now, I agree. I would probably still take the Chiefs, but I think it'll be a low-scoring affair. Mm. I think it'll probably be... This is such a generic score, but it'll. I, I have the Chiefs 20, Eagles 17. I think both teams' defenses have been really good this year, and we've seen it. The Chiefs' defense has won them games this year, which is something we used to never say. Right. I, you guys ready for a hot take? An explosive take? Yeah. yeah. Maybe the most explosive of all the takes. Maybe getting rid of Tyree Hill is what was best for the Chiefs. I mean, they didn't take a step back. Their offense actually improved, statistically speaking. Their offense improved. I would still like to have Tyree Hill on my team. I still think he's a fool for leaving. <laughs> Uh, I don't care if he had a great season. I don't care. You're a fool for leaving Patrick Mahomes in his prime. Uh, but yeah, it sounds like we all have the Chiefs. And we all do. Um, it'll be interesting to see. This episode will be coming out on Friday. So that's why we, the only trade we talked about was the Dwayne Dedman trade. <laughs> there's going to be, there's no trades that broke during the recording of this episode. And I don't plan on. I mean, unless something happens in the next 60 seconds, I don't think there will be. Dylan, do you have any um, Reverend Peyton shows to plug? Um, Yeah, coming up in March, we got this whole month off, which is great. Um, but we're going to be, man, we're going to be down south, New Orleans. We're going to Texas, going to Colorado. Then we hit the East Coast. We got some Virginia stuff. We got some North Carolina stuff. Just peep the schedule. March and April, we're going to be very active. Make sure you check them out. Zach, what do we got coming up on Circle City Cinema? The Oscars picks episode was fire. What else? We got anything else coming down the pipe? Well, the week of the Oscars, I'm going to have Caleb Lynn on to talk Oscars betting odds. If you haven't already, uh, BetMGM has odds posted. Bet on Tar for best picture. You're getting plus 3,300 odds last time I checked for that to win Best Picture. That was a powerhouse movie. Uh, really, I really think it has a shot to win. So I would put your money on that. Uh, I also have the Superhero Extravaganza pod, which would be like this pod with a draft format times like five different drafts in one episode. Uh, we'd be drafting like best superhero portrayals. Then you would do best supervillain portrayals, uh, best superhero movies. So we're going to do all that. Um, And then I'm looking into the anniversary series. We're in a new year. 
need to need to see what is coming down the pipe with the anniversaries. So yes, plenty of content on the way. Yeah, make sure you check all that stuff out. Make sure you check out um I have Lynn Sanity's off this week. But um by the way, if you have any issues with what any of us said in this draft, at Caleb Lynn one, tell him what we said wrong. And tell him that he's a clown. I, plain and simple. Or at Bryce underscore Shaddy. Tell him he's a clown too. You know? I, I think that that's a I think Guys, we agree that's better than us giving out our social media ads and having them at us, right? I, I, I think we all agree. More productive. I mean, use you of can our time. tell you can tell me I'm a clown. I'd probably agree with you, which is the it's but, the case. But it's most, better if they tell Bryce. Instances. It's better if they tell Bryce and Caleb. Yes, that's fair. I mean, Caleb was born a clown. He is a clown. He'll always be a clown, especially Bryce as well. Uh, Bryce is mega mega clown, the king of clowns. Bryce Shetty. <laughs> So, gentlemen, I want to thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Yes, it was awesome. This was a really fun pod. I really like this. I had a blast as well. I want to thank you all so much for listening.